The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Mrs. Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're... We're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am Groot. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what we need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the intrepid trio, Kylan, Eric, and myself. Oh, wait, Mike, how's everyone doing? Ah, good, good. I'm not feeling myself today, so I'd like you to call me Loretta for at least the next 10 seconds. Well, who, who, who are you feeling? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All I know is I walked out of the comic yesterday. Alex Ross covers, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. Well, there you go. That works. So, um, good news, bad news. We're finalists in the 2020 podcast awards. We didn't win, <sighs> but we thank yeah. everyone. We thank everyone for their support, though. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but it's been a busy couple of weeks. Great. And then I had last week after we recorded a Gloria Gaynor moment. I survived. There you go. So. We won't get into details of that, but we'll just say I survived. Um, but check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Yes, it is caught up. <laughs> yes, it Yay. is. Uh, I was only two weeks behind on it. <laughs> hey, better than when I was ten weeks behind on it. Um, but we are caught up. Um, <laughs> check out our affiliates, uh, like Bitty Boomers. Use the code WeBeGeeks for 15% off, I think. Uh, also, too, check out our web store where you can get some great Mighty Marvel Geeks merch. Uh, also, want to announce, too, we are, uh, as you know, as everyone knows, uh, yes, we have been here on Sorcerer Radio for quite a long time. Um, since the beginning, actually, of the show, 2013. 
Yeah, pretty much. Seven years. Um, but we've also uh, obviously been part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective for that whole time because, well, <laughs> I run that one. Um, Pop Insider, we have joined them earlier this year and have had a great partnership with them. And we are also starting a partnership with the ESO Network. That's why you heard their tag at the beginning of the show. So, uh, so the great guys over at ESO Network and a lot of great shows. Um, trying to think. So, yeah, the affiliates I haven't mentioned, they're listed on the site. Check them out. Support them. So help support us. Uh, so, yeah. Now, speaking of merch and collectibles and whatnot, um, Shop Disney has been doing uh, Marvel Mania on the website. Apparently, this week is all Avengers items. Last week was all Spider-Man. So, throughout the month of October, Shop Disney is going to highlight brands with new Marvel items. Uh, For week two, it is um, the Avengers, Captain Marvel and Thanos figures, Iron Man Legos, and more. Uh, You can check out Avengers-inspired homeware. Um, including mugs with a iconic A symbol, throw pillows, and even plates showcasing scenes from Marvel's Avengers Endgame. So, nice. take, so take that, Franklin. Mitt. There you go. Uh, if you'd rather wear the Avengers proudly on your sleeve, you can find T-shirts with the A logo, uh, Miss Marvel, and even the Affinity Gauntlet. There's also jewelry like a Green Hulk bracelet and pendants. Uh, you want more? Um, how about more of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, that's going to be expanding here soon with WandaVision coming to Disney Plus. And you can get both Funko Pops of both Wanda and Vision. Uh, they have arrived and features looks seen in the upcoming series. Uh, speaking of which, I'm going to tangent over to that story because Funko Pops for Marvel Studios WandaVision celebrates the decades. <laughs> <clears throat> now, you can add one or a few Wanda or Vision Funkos to your collection. Uh, ahead of the premiere of WandaVision, the toy retailer Funko has released six brand new figures featuring designs seen in the upcoming series, highlighting two different decades in addition to an upcoming holiday. So, uh, you have 50s Wanda and 50s Vision. Uh, they are retro-styled in monochromatic shades of gray, and there will also be a Vision Chase variant featuring the character in his Synthoid design. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Uh, 70s Wanda and 70s Vision are full color and feature the characters dressed in typical styles of the decade. And I think it's a little funny. Um, 70s Wanda... Mm-hmm. Looks a little pregnant. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is is this my imagination, or am I seeing that right? Well, you never know, because if you remember, that happened there in the uh, in the comics. Yep. That's and I, I'm just saying, if she ain't pregnant, then uh, time to lay off the egg rolls. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there is a Halloween Wanda and Halloween Vision, where it's showcasing the characters in costume, which look very familiar. And they're both carrying jack-o'-lantern buckets. 
I love the vision one because it looks like the meme that goes around on the internet where it's like the 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 poor man's cosplay. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the poor guy's vision cosplay. Yeah. So um, all six of these are available for pre-order right now at Shop Disney. Uh, the 70s Wanda is at... Uh, you can pick up the 50s Wanda Envision, Halloween Wanda Envision at Shop Disney, 70, 70s Wanda at Amazon, and 70s Vision at GameStop. Okay, I have gone in and I have blown up that, that image. She's pregnant. <laughs> Guys, I mean, it's – I can't think of any other explanation for this. <laughs> Which means we're getting the comic kids. Yes, yeah. we are. I wonder, does this mean we're going to see Agatha Harkness? Ooh. Because she was like the nanny there for a while. Now, that I've heard rumors that that, is, that, that could be the case. I'm sorry. I talked over you trying to be funny. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I was saying I heard rumors that that, that that could be the case. Okay. Well, looking at... The uh, IMDb list. There is Vision. Uh, Kat Dennings is back as Darcy Lewis. Okay. We have an Agnes. I'm calling it. That's Agatha Harkness. Um, Or at least. We have Scarlet Witch. We have Jimmy Woo. We have Monica Rambo. Nice. We have Tactical Sword Agent. We have Sheriff, Orderly, Mr. Hart, Mrs. Hart, a technician, and a tactical guard. So far. Sure, there's more coming. Hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah I, th- I think these Funkos look, I mean, they look great. Yeah, they do. Um, and I love the 70s vision. Yeah. I, I, I'd be curious to see what the Chase variant vision looks like for the 50s. So that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so going back to the shop, Disney, uh, you can also dive into some of your favorite Avengers stories, like Marvel's Greatest Comics, 100 Comics That Built a Universe, or a mini version of your favorite hero stories in Marvel Comics, mini books of collect, mini books, collectible box set. Um, and of course, for that little reader of yours, which this may be a Max Alley, Snow Day for Groot. <laughs> uh, if you only knew, and I'll have to let you know some point. Uh, total side trip back to WandaVision. Uh-huh. So looking up WandaVision on IMDb, as you just did. Right. Okay, you go down the cast and crew list. You go to Agnes, which is played by Catherine Hahn. If you click on the link for Agnes, it'll take you to that character's page. And pretty much all that's there is one quote where she says, am I dead? To which Vision says, no. Why would you think that? To which she replies, because you are. Now, that's a pretty cool quote in and of itself. Right. What's even cooler is that they're not quoting Agnes in this. They are they are calling her Agatha. Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah, the quote it, the quote is saying it's Agatha and attributing it to Agnes. 
Dude, we we have got Agatha Harkness showing up in one division. So did we just uncover so. something that we shouldn't have uncovered? This is the reason why we can't have nice things anymore. Well, you I mean, I'm sure you try, if I you trying to line. flirt with Black Widow <laughs> with the Hellabus doesn't help I was, either. I, I was not flirting. I was not. I was I was I was being friendly because I'm just that kind of guy. Now I'm doing an internet search for it, and apparently this is not groundbreaking theory because that's already been raised on on some places. But um, yeah, but they don't have the voice like we do. Exactly. Well, so <laughs> I, I think we just uh, I, I think we're helping you can put enhance. us the site. Yeah, we are. We are among those sites that are claiming this is Agatha Harkness. That works. Now, continuing on with Marvel collectibles, you know, we're three guys, at least last time I checked. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm socially distancing from you from now on. (laughs) We're three guys and an AI. True. Which we haven't heard from her since the... uh, Working on a secret project, are we, gentlemen? uh, No, just doing another show. Um, But, you know, we don't talk about the collectibles for women a lot. Typically, typically it's just guy stuff. Right. But some of the stuff we talk about, females collect as well. Exactly. The comics, the figures. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, no, I mean, it to, to quote Bill Murray, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> you know. It, it doesn't. I mean, I mean, truth is, my wife has uh, probably contributed as much, if not more, to our Funko collection. Um, and you know, she, she has a sizable, she had a sizable comic book collection, uh, before meeting me. So, you know, so again, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) you know what? A girl can geek out over anything she wants. Absolutely. And you know why? Because it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. If that's not the issue title, I don't know what should be. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. I mean, at, you know, at the AIT meeting, agents in training, Bill Murray came, comes in with the pep talk and says, it just doesn't matter. Anyway, it, no, it, it just doesn't matter um, it does. because, you know, there is product out there geared at the ladies. There is product out there technically geared just for men. And a lot of it, both parties like the opposite stuff anyway. Right. <laughs> I won't tell you. Eric could probably tell you as well on his recent trip to, to Disney. You see guys and you see boys wearing the lounge fly Marvel backpacks yeah. or Star Wars backpacks because they're cool. Me? Exactly. Me? I think they're cool, but I won't wear it because uh, I have no business with a mini backpack because I carry way too much crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main reason. I carry too much crap. And I want, yeah. and I want, and I want bag space in case I do need to carry too much crap. 
So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get I, called I, I get called by Zoe Papa Pack Mule when we go to the parks for a reason. <laughs> I called you Papa Pack Mule? Yeah, because I carry the water. I carry the raincoats. I carry... <laughs> I've seen some of the stuff you carry. That's not an exaggeration. For a convention? And the sad part is, at a convention, I use it all. I gain access. I, I go through my bag quite a bit. And I'm not yeah. and I'm not carrying stuff that is non-essential. Everything I have is essential at some point. And for a convention, I'm packing for the whole weekend, not for that day. Yeah, right. So that way, all I got to do is it's like my gig bag. You know, those in the military, when they get, get the call to be on alert, because they could be called into duty at any time, they have their gig bag sitting by the door. Well, that's what I do. I have a convention. I have my gig bag ready to go. I'm prepped. So, um, so yeah. From the Pop Insider, our our illustrious partners, uh, Coach has a crossover with Marvel. Um, the handbag company has a new Marvel collection, and um, according to Madeline Buckley, which I don't know if she's been on the show yet or not. Oh, she had. I know Maddie has. Okay, that's who I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, she says the collection is, um, perfect. There's so many items in the collection, including bags, wallets, totes, fanny packs, backpacks, mini backpacks, clothes, shoes, and more. There's even collectible bears. Oh my. Heroes, villains, and bears. Oh my. Secondary title to the show. (laughs) Um, now, there are about 100 different styles inspired by heroes, including Spider-Man, Black Panther, Black Widow, Captain America, and Captain Marvel. Uh, all styles are inspired by the heroes' appearances in the comics, which I think is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, it's only available to coach insiders uh, and will remain exclusive to insiders until, well, okay, by the time of the time we have gotten to the story uh it's available to the public <laughs> so uh however you may want to eventually sign up as an insider which is free so you can get heads up for stuff like this and, and be able to get early access to the product before it sells out right um there is if you go to their if you go to coach and search marvel you will see uh see the collection nice uh yeah, there's some cool stuff here. I like uh, and one of the uh, that there's a I guess look like a change purse maybe, and they do a bit of a deep dive because it's seventies Ms. Marvel. Uh, you don't really see that too often. No, you don't, especially in you know with with the Brie Larson version, the uh, the recent redesign. You yeah, this is like the original, well, almost the original. Yeah, almost the original for, uh, for Ms. Marvel. Yeah, but the uh, I mean these are these are pretty nice. Some nice products here. Yeah. yeah, and for and for Coach having a license like this, their pricing is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylan, okay. take take note of this website so you got it for the show notes. That way, our female listeners, or even our male listeners, looking for Christmas gift ideas, because hey, that is right around the corner. Uh, yeah, has something to look for. Yeah. Now, I like the backpack. And I don't know if you noticed or not. Yes, it has like, it's got the Spider-Man crouching. It's got like the, the looks like the spider signal. 
uh, Captain America logo, Black Panther, Spider-Man logo. It's got the Captain Marvel starburst. Right. But it also has a comic book word balloon with Coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just think that's that's hilarious. It I, is. I'm looking at these bears. And some of the, there's a couple different bear styles. Like you got one that is 59.20 in price. And then you look down at the others. 240 bucks. And I wish I had the 240 bucks to get Melissa the Carol Danvers bear. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, like I said, these, these aren't bad. No, they're not. I mean, these, these look pretty good. Yeah. True. And, and Coach is known for quality. So yes. Anyway, I mean, they're, definitely not, they're definitely they're definitely known for that. Uh, to continue on, uh, this is one. This this next one is a product that is again for male or female. Uh, Lokai L O K A I launches a marvelous new bracelet collection. Not to be confused with Loki. Yeah, Loki is very Loki. Hmm. Well, he deals more than other kinds of jewelry, right? Yeah. Uh, Loki is a bracelet manufacturer that's all about balance and giving back. Uh, following its Disney and Star Wars inspired collections, which I did not know they had a Star Wars inspired collection. Well, now you do. Now we do. Um, the, uh, the company has 10 new versions of its classic beaded bracelets featuring designs inspired by Marvel and its characters. Mm-hmm. Available designs are Black Panther, Spider-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, Deadpool, the Hulk, Venom, Black Widow, the Marvel logo, and the Avengers logo. Now, okay. Now, like all Lokai bracelets, these feature a white bead infused with water from... Mount Everest, and a black bead infused with mud from the Dead Sea. These beads, the beads in between, feature patterns, uh, featured a patterned Marvel design. Also, for every Marvel crossover bracelet sold, Loki will donate $1 to Make-A-Wish to help grant wishes to children with, with critical illnesses. Uh, these bracelets cost about 22 bucks each and vary in size from extra small to extra large. And you can see them at loki.com. L-O-K-A-I.com. Uh, eight of the designs are also available at Shop Disney. Wow. I wish I could get a closer look at some of the designs. I mean, some of them I could see. Yeah. You know, but... I, I do like the I do wow. like the fact that they include one that's got water from Mount Everest and one with mud from the Dead Sea. Uh, do y'all know why, or is that something that like if you go to loci dot com and you find out? I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I am there right now though, uh, and that's where you can go to check out um, pictures. Yeah. Okay. Their website says sometimes you're on top. Stay humble. The white bead is infused with water from Mount Everest, the highest point on Earth. Sometimes you've hit a low. Stay hopeful. The black bead carries mud from the Dead Sea, the lowest point on Earth. 
Interesting. So that's why. Good, good call. But looking at these on the site, I mean, you get a better picture of what they look like. And they're not yeah. bad looking. No, they're not. It's not a bad price. 22 uh-uh. bucks. These are these look great. I don't think they'll fit my wrist, though. But uh, Star Wars collection, I'm looking at it, too. They have the child, uh, Star Wars wordmark, R2, Stormtrooper, Princess Leia, and Darth Vader. And then going back to the Disney collection, uh, you got Mickey Mouse, Icon, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Lilo and Stitch, Mermaid, Ariel, Cinderella, B&B, Belle, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Frozen 2, Anna and Elsa, Frozen 2, Olaf, Sheriff Woody, and Buzz Lightyear. And of course, they have their normal collection, a cause collection, a core collection, a game day collection where they've partnered with the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, and colleges to bring you your favorite. Well, that's cool. MLS as well. Oh, that's, that's cool. Uh, this, this seems like a... This is something I could see Zoe potentially wearing, and, and even Melissa. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I could see them wearing that with no problem. Okay. So, um, so yeah. Now, continuing on, um, Fortnite. You know, Marvel's been doing big crossover with Fortnite, and Daredevil is coming to Fortnite. And if you're skilled enough, you could be one of several lucky players who could obtain early access to the Daredevil skin. That means you'll get it before everyone else, and best of all, you'll get it at no cost. Well, now. So, all you have to do is place well in Fortnite's Daredevil Cup, that's starting soon, and you'll secure yourself a Daredevil skin. I, I, can I make a little bit of a confession here? Sure. That confession being, I have never played Fortnite before in my life. I have, oh, same, same I, have here. A, I have it downloaded. I've never played it. Okay. So I, I don't feel quite so bad now. Yeah, I, I've never played it. I mean, I've played, I, I have played another game that's similar to it on my phone. I've played PUBG. Yeah. But I've never played Fortnite. So, um, now the Daredevil Cup is the latest Fortnite competition uh, that started at 2 p.m. on October 14th uh, with different points awarded based on how well players do. The only game mode in Daredevil and the Daredevil Cup is Marvel Knockout. Uh, so hopefully you've been practicing and know your way around the different superpowers you and your team will be utilizing. As for actually getting the skin, you're going to have to place pretty high among the rest of the teams competing in your region. Teams that qualify will have the Daredevil skin awarded to them uh, and e- to each of the three players in the tri- in a trios team. Okay. So, um, so here's the breakdown of where your team will have to rank in your region to qualify for the skin. Uh, for North America East, f- 1 to 500. Uh, North America West, f- 1 to 200. In Europe, 1 to 800. Brazil, 1 to 200. Asia, 1 to 100. Oceania, 1 to 100. And the Middle East, 1 to 100. So, insane. Huh. So get yourself a, a, a VPN and register yourself as being in, in Europe and you have a better shot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm, that's a good looking skin, though. But, yes, you know, I say, I say that because I'm, I'm a big Daredevil fan. So, you know. 
Yeah. Now, um, considering how each team will have three players and each of them will get the skin, that's a lot of skins that are going to be given out depending on where you're located. Right. Now, how many players are going to compete in the cup and be without the skin because they didn't place high enough and didn't or didn't compete at all? Well, that's way more players who won't even have Daredevil. They'll be buying it from the item shop. Ah. Which, which you got to figure the way that microtransactions are trending now in, in AAA games. Uh, yeah, that's what they really want. See, I think if they're going to do this like this, there needs to be a slight variation like maybe where we see the uh, the ribbing from the chest panel to the to the side, maybe that's outlined in black mm-hmm. or something else, just to make it stand out. That way you can go, I got the exclusive one because I won. You had to buy that one, right? So, well, it looks like, and maybe you said this, and I just blanked on it. But it looks like you would, be, if you want it, you would get it before it was available in the store. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now here's the here's the other fun part. There are more Marvel themed Fortnite cups that will be taking place next month with additional skins available in early access. So stay tuned to see what you can win next. That'd be cool. I bet you anything they're going to come up with. Uh... Uh, Taskmaster. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't mind seeing a War Machine skin. Oh. Wait a minute. Do they have Punisher yet? I don't know. I thought they did. I have to play the game to find out. I haven't played the game. That's my problem. I haven't played the game. See, yeah, I I haven't played the game, but, you know. Although, Marvel Legends has uh, the Punisher War Machine figure. So, you know, there's that. True. That would be that would be a cool combination right there. Yeah, yeah, it would. So, um, now last week we had New York Comic Con kind of did their virtual stuff, right? And one right. of the panels was a first look at Marvel's Modok coming to Hulu. Um, the mental organism designed only for killing has arrived. Um, and at Metaverse, it was it, it was set to reveal the first look at the upcoming series, starring Patton Oswalt as the villain Modoc. And as uh, Jordan Bloom, co-creator, says, the guy in the flying toilet bowl. <laughs> so uh, in the series, the megalomaniacal ma- uh, supervillain has long pursued his dream of one day conquering the world. But after years of setbacks and failures, fighting against the Earth's mightiest heroes, Modoc has, has run his evil organization, AIM, into the ground. Ousted as AIM's leader, while also dealing with his crumbling marriage and family life, Modoc is set to confront his greatest challenge yet, a midlife crisis. Because, you know... Wait a minute. Modoc is married? According to the show, yes. And again, dealing with a mid-life crisis. (laughs) Welcome to the club, dude. (laughs) Um, 
So, yeah, the panel includes Oswald, along with voice actors Ben Schwartz, who plays Modoc's son, Lou, Melissa Fumero, who plays Modoc's daughter, daughter, Melissa, Amy Garcia, who plays Modoc's wife, Jody, and co-creator Jordan Bloom. Uh, now, the show is being done with the help of Stupid Monkey, the folks behind, or Stupid Buddy, uh, the folks behind Robot Chicken. And these look great. Yes. Absolutely great. It does kind of have a Robot Chicken look to it. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And I think it's funny. Modoc's daughter looks like him, but his son is normal. And I love in the one picture they show him wearing Crocs. <laughs> I'm just going to call it Modoc's son looks like Steven Universe. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, if if you go to marvel.com, you'll see you'll see this story and they have the video up and it starts off with a teaser of the show and, the, and it's a, it's a great teaser. It's absolutely fun. Uh, I'm still I'm still watching the re- I'm about halfway through the the panel. Right. So uh, but yeah, this is pretty cool. I think it's I, I think it's gonna it, it, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, you know? it's definitely not. It doesn't look like something that should be taken seriously. Oh no! Now, which I mean, seriously, you shouldn't have been thinking that it would be from day one. But you know, right, right. I mean, is is Modoc? Come on. I mean, that's not, uh, I mean, Modoc just seems to be one of those Marvel characters that you're like, really, dude, are you serious right now? Yeah. You remember when we had Tom DeFalco on the show and we were asking him, you know, what happened, you know, what was the story behind this event or this character or whatever? Mm -hmm. And, And how many times did he come back with, we just said, what the heck? Yeah, yeah. I I picture something like that. It's kind of like, can you imagine the pitch for Modoc? It's like, okay, okay, okay. You remember Humpty Dumpty? <laughs> Put a rocket up his butt and make him a mass murderer. <laughs> oh, dude, that's you can't unsee that now. No, no. you can't. No, and no, you and, can't. And, and you know the the editor's just sitting there going, "Why not?" Uh, sure, George, we could do that. Humpty Dumpty with the rocket. Up his butt. Up his butt. And now he's a mass murderer. Like, you know, that's sort of like, you know, what if? That That's a what if situation. Like, that is know, a what if situation. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, want, I would love to fight. I would love to hear the Modoc story. I, I would love to hear it because... I mean that that combination alone is just. What if Humpty Dumpty had a bad day? I guess I don't know. I don't know. Then he would have survived the fall because he would have been hard boiled. Because <laughs> he was so hot headed. Uh, see, it's funny because. Okay, his uh, okay. Well, we can't. Uh, well, the editor in chief would have been Stan Lee, so. I guess we won't be able to get him on the show. True. No. Very true. Unless somebody knows Stephen Strange and we could have a seance, but, you know. Yeah. 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 So, um, speaking of Strange, mm-hmm. the most ambitious Marvel crossover 
is coming to TV near you. Any guesses? Um, Howard the Duck meets Hellstrom. Good idea, but no. Uh, uh, the Punisher teams up with uh, um, Drew Barrymore. No. How about Marvel? How about the Avengers land in Springfield? Oh, my gosh. The Simpsons. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 I, I wish I want to hear Eric say that again because you could just hear the the angst. <laughs> yes, yes, I, you could just hear it. Like, uh, yeah, that, that was that. That was yeah. Go ahead and say no, it no, again. That is the tone of voice that says, "I got a bad feeling about this." Go ahead and say it again. The Simpsons. Some people say I look like Dan Aykroyd. Oh my God. These days he's probably not too far off. <laughs> uh, so the Avengers have arrived in Springfield, along with the latest season of The Simpsons has arrived on Disney+. Season 31 includes one episode featuring Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige, uh, Marvel Studios, Avengers Endgame directors, Anthony and Joseph Russo, and Maria Hill, actor Kobe Smulders. After Bart sees a big superhero movie early, he blackmails the rest of the town into not spoiling the ending in the episode titled Bart the Bad Guy. Featuring characters like Magnesium Man, Airshot, and Moby Man, all part of the superhero team, the Vindicators, trying to stop Chinos. Bart uses the knowledge of the movie's ending to get what he wants from everyone in Springfield, whether it be comics or extra food on his lunch tray. But along the way, Bart learns the important lesson that revealing spoilers is a serious offense with sometimes dire consequences. Um, this episode is available right now on Disney+. Plus. Hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, if you can have a a, a Marvel you no know, crossover with Phineas and Ferb, yeah, 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 yeah which was pretty good. It, it was good. Yep. So, uh, final. And it was one that did not take itself seriously. Oh yeah. At point along the way. See, I love this. I love the Star Wars Phineas and Ferb crossover as well. That's one for me. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. All right, then I'll keep my mouth shut. So, um, final story of the night before we hit the... Here are the picks of the week. Oh, too soon, Thursday. Almost. Almost. All the times the MCU's Carol Danvers paid tribute to the Captain Marvel comics. Uh, her first appearance. At the beginning of Captain Marvel, uh, when she is known only as Veers, uh, she is spotted, she is sporting her Star Force uniform which has similar colors to the classic Kree uniform as worn by the original Captain Marvel in the Marvel comics, uh, which you would have seen this in uh, the original run back in the 60s. Right. Uh, the costume Carol Danvers wears in Captain Marvel is a nod to her comic book design, uh, comic book design by Jamie McKelvey. And it's prominent with the star of Hala and the faux hawk helmet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Kree Star Force uniform 
uh, in the MCU, uh, the, co- the comic design elements are pulled together to create an all-new Kree warrior suit. Uh, Veers and the team bring a new tactical edge to the look, featuring fingerless gauntlets, weaponry, and armored detail fit for a team of intergalactic warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bold new look, uh, when Captain Marvel reconnects with her past, she chooses a color scheme and a new way to incorporate the character's classic sash, uh, which she sported in more than one iteration of her comic book costume as a more practical belt in the MCU, which I didn't mind the look of the belt. Right. No. No. So, and basically this costume is the Star Force costume, just recolored, as we saw. And they really didn't do a lot of change with it in the Avengers movies in Endgame. No, they didn't. So... Uh, the battle ready armor. As Captain Marvel readies for battle, the red and gold detail brings new power to her newly minted armor. Uh, and then in Endgame, Carol's suit from Endgame took her look to the next level with the blue and red swapping places and shiny metallic gold. The look is topped off with Carol's cropped hair, which has been seen more recently in the Captain Marvel comics. So, so yeah. So the question's going to come down to, are we going to see this look in the theaters, this new look continue in the theaters with the next movie, or is the next movie coming to Disney Plus as potentially alluded to by CEO, Disney CEO Bob Chapek, who said uh, their fo- entertainment focus is now going to be towards streaming. And the question is, does that put a spike in the heart in the movie theaters? I would say, yeah. so. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think we have we are seeing the end of the era of the movie theater. And I, I want to be wrong about this. I really do. I, 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 I yeah, I mean, I, I want I hope you're wrong, too. Um, I, I really, really do. I think that, you know, I mean, I get it like right now, you know, there's. There's no other choice. Well, I mean, you could go out, true, but you know we kind of we're kind of forced to be in at the moment. I understand that, but to, I don't know. I, there's something about that overall experience of the big screen, larger in life, getting out of the house, movie popcorn. Come on! And if you go to an old theater, yes, like the El Capitan. Uh, or the the Grauman's Chinese Theater, mm-hmm. or there's there's one that's uh, that's in, in in my locale. It's called the Alabama Theater. It was built in 1927, mm-hmm. and it looks it looks like the quintessential old time theater. Right now, you can go see a movie there, and that changes the whole experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, this you know I've seen. I've seen Titanic there. I've seen Gone with the Wind, A Christmas Story, um, uh, Casablanca, it, the old Phantom of the Opera, the silent version, mm-hmm. and Rocky Horror Picture Show, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but, I mean, that is the type of theater that – I think those are the types of theater that is going to survive right? Mm-hmm. because they're not playing first-run movies anyway. Yeah, they're right. the ones who are running your film festivals. Right, your film festivals. The uh, you can also get uh, you can also go there and see concerts, or I think Weird Al Yankovic played at uh, at this theater one time, or 
you'll watch live plays, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. It's more general purpose. You can right, see right. more than just movie there. Oh, that's cool. But until until things come to some some con, you know in, incarnation of normal, it, I'm saying it's it's going to suck to be a movie theater chain. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it already is. Yep, Regal's shutting down. Um, yeah, didn't isn't AMC following suit? Or? I think I think they're getting ready to. Right. So, I think so. I, I, is it Regal? Is AMC just shutting down until the beginning of the year? Though I think they're just Regal. I know Regal is pretty much shutting down until further notice, and they're not just shutting down; they're shutting down and letting people go. Mm. Man, so yeah. It's going to be interesting. And, and you're talking Chinese curse interesting, not, you know, I can't wait to see what happens next kind of interesting. Yep. Man, yep. Chinese curses are never good, man. Even if you are Jack Burton. Yep. Favorite meme I saw today. Uh, it's the, the one villain in Princess Bride said, I just took away one year of your life. And Wesley's going, was it 2020? Yeah, please tell me it was 2020. <laughs> so, I saw that. And yes, uh, I agree. So, hey, Thursday, if you would, please. Here are the picks of the week. Uh, since I got the MU pick this week, I'm going to start us off. Uh, from Sal LaFan, King, and Amy Chu. We have Arrow, number 12. Fight or flight, the fate of Shanghai hangs in the balance of as Arrow and Iron Man attempt to unlock the secret of Jade Towers. How will they defeat the enemy that threatens Arrow's beloved city? And where does the mysterious Madame Hong fit into this whole puzzle? So, Kylan, your first pick of the week. My first pick of the week is Daredevil, number 23. Brought to us by Chip Zdarsky, Francesco Mabili, and Marco Cicchetto. Cicchetto, exactly. Cicchetto, ha, did it. Eisner nominated for Best Continuing Series, cover artist, writer, and letterer, Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, has been putting his life back together after the monumental first year of Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto's run. But the criminals of Hell, Hell's Kitchen aren't inclined to give him any more time to heal. Criminals aren't all Matt will have to contend with on the road ahead, as the likes of huh, Typhoid Mary and Bullseye have made their presence once known once more. To say nothing of Electra and her designs for the kitchen, the city, and the world. Okay, that that's uh, it's interesting. Eric, your first pick of the week. My first pick of the week is a number one. It is Werewolf by Night, number one of four. And I, I got I, I have a theory on this, but let's just read this first. The Hour of the Wolf, a new werewolf by night is prowling the southwest, but all is not as it seems. A young man, a family curse, and an unholy experiment prove a dangerous combination for a small town in Arizona. All young Jake wants is to protect his people, but who will protect him from the monster within? 
taboo of the Black Eyed Peas and Benjamin Jackendoff team up with Scott Eaton to tell an epic tale of righteous fury and incredible transformation in the mighty Marvel manner that is not to be missed. You remember last week when we were talking about the Hawkeye series coming to yep. Disney Plus? Yep. Uh-huh. And, and we were thinking it's like there was a casting call for a character that is very protective of others. Uh-huh. Yep. And I said, watch that be Red Wolf. Yep. What if it's this? Man. What if this is what if this title is connected to that? That would be interesting. That would be that 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 would be another in the we're tired of being right category? No, I wouldn't be tired of being right on this one. Because <laughs> I liked the werewolf, the original werewolf by night. Yeah. And, and, and this one looks like it's got promise. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, well, if it wasn't for werewolf by night, I wouldn't have moon night. So, you know. See? See? Yeah. That, that would be interesting. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's amazing how we can be ahead of the game. Well, we ain't ahead of the game yet. Let, yeah. Let's wait till that series premieres and we see either Red Wolf or Werewolf by Night in that. Then we'll pat ourselves on the back as being freaking geniuses. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Well, my second pick of the week is Disney Kingdom's graphic novel trade paperback, Haunted Mansion. Welcome, foolish mortal. Creepy tales inspired by a pair of terrifying Disney attractions, one a fan favorite and one that has entered into legend. Uh, Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Mansion. Poor Danny is trapped inside. Is there anyone he can trust to help him escape? Or is he destined to become, or is he destined to become the thousandth permanent inhabitant of the foreboding abode? Find out along with Madame Leota, the Hatbox Ghost, Constance the Bride, the Hitchhiking Ghost, and all your favorites. Plus, an all-new adventure inspired by the Museum of the Weird, designed by visionary Rolly Crump, but never built. When their parents are kidnapped, teens Maxwell and Melody. Um, Melody Keep are thrust into a thrilling race through the world's most dangerous museum in a bid to save their family and the world. Uh, this collects Disney Kingdom Secrets of the World Weird 1 through 5 and Haunted Mansion 1 through 5. So it's interesting how they're partnering the two books together, or the two series well, together. Considering, considering is one pretty much inspired the other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's. That's what the Haunted Mansion was originally supposed to be. Right. So, Kylan, your second pick. My second pick is Falcon and Winter Soldier, number four of five, brought to us by Daryl, Derek Landy, Federico Vincentini, and Dan Mora. With the natural by their side, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes travel to confront the woman who is scheming to become the new Hydra Supreme. Nothing seems to go right for our boys, however, as the plane they're about to jump out of is beset by a swarm of Hydra agents on jetpacks shooting laser beams. Freaking laser beams. <laughs> Just like I, I liked the person. I liked the way this one was written because I'm just like on jetpacks shooting laser beams like, you know. I think the only thing that's missing was like a kickboxing kangaroo in the mix. That's next month. (laughs) 
So, Eric, your second pick of the week. My second pick of the week is Excalibur number 13, X of Swords, part nine. Opposition, despair, the dark night of the soul. I wish the intern had written more for this. Yeah. It sounds like a haiku. It does. Well, my final pick of the week is Star Wars Bounty Hunters number six. Which this one comes with a, uh action figure variant cover, which I believe is four long. Uh, two against one with precious cargo and a piece of and a price on his head. Balance must go to the only person in the galaxy he could trust. But the unbroken clan has sent a deadly and unique pair of bounty hunters after him. No one in the galaxy can escape the combined cunning of Forlom and Zuckus. So, yeah, you had me at balance. But longtime listeners to this program will will know that already. Yeah. So, Kylon, final pick. My final pick is Silver Surfer Black Trade Paperback. I like how I made that rhyme. Anyway, uh, that's brought to us by Danny Cates and Trad Moore. Is this the end of Norn Red? In Guardians of the Galaxy, the Cosmos Grace Defenders are thrown through a black hole, including the Silver Surfer. But this story doesn't end there. To beat back Oblivion and avoid losing himself to the darkness... The Sentinel of the Spaceways must call on all his inner light to save his own soul. With his power cosmic fading and the all-consuming darkness descending, will help come in the form of an unexpected ally? When the Silver Surfer discovers something with the potential power to turn the tide, is he prepared to pay the terrible price for awakening it? And how does the Surfer's predicament tie in to the sinister world of symbiotes. Danny Cates, oh sorry, Donnie Cates and Trad Moore take the surfer on a journey that will change him forever. This is collecting Silver Surfer Black issues one through five. Okay. Eric, final pick of the week. Okay, my final pick is Conan the Barbarian number 15 by Jim Zub, Rohan Tonia, and E.M. Gist. Murder in the pits of the crucible. Conan's fate is altered by the sudden murder of one of the contestants. But as all signs point to Conan's guilt, has he fallen victim to a cruel betrayal or a demonic possession clouding his actions? The Crucible Tournament continues with its deadliest twist yet. Okay. Well, I had the MU pick for this week. And to ride along the uh, coattails of the MODOK story and their sneak peek we got of MODOK, um, I went with Iron Man Volume 1, number 74. This book came out May of 75. And it is The Invincible Iron Man, number 74. Um, synopsis is Iron Man leaves Avengers Mansion to use his new training room at Stark International. In Vietnam, Colonel Sin Lee places Crimson Dynamo, Titanium Man, and Radioactive Man under house arrest. At AIM headquarters, Black Llama invites MODOK to the battle for the Golden Globe. Previously briefed by his agents, MODOK immediately accepts killing an agent for questioning his decision. At his hidden domain, Black Llama suffers hallucinations. He should have ate the black licorice, not the red. Um, 
a vision of Marianne Rogers informs the mad thinker that a meteorite will strike the prison he's in, allowing him to escape. Firebrand escapes too. Uh, as the thinker enters his nearby hideout, Firebrand visits his sister Roxanne. Roxanne. Uh, she <laughs> apparently did not have a red light. Um, who calls Tony Stark to inform him. The thinker takes control of Iron Man's armor, steering him to fight Modok, who dines, dons a giant battle suit. Learning that the thinker, not the llama, sent Iron Man, Modok grabs his foe, traces the armor control, and brings the fight to the thinker's hideout. So, there. That would be my pick of, MU pick of, for this week. Sounds cool. You know, I have to admit, that's the one plus about Modok. I mean, he, he could just, you know, easily fit into a body armor, you know, or, or a battle armor if he wanted to. And automatically be the head. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, any final thoughts, guys? Um, no, I'm I'm all thought it out. Yeah, pretty much. Well, then, Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Uh, no, just time to go dark. Fans of podcast, I am Rusted Robot. Rusted Robot is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Episodes in the hundreds with pop culture reviews and geek style news. I am Rusted Robot Podcast. You have come here for geek. Will you listen? Listen for free. No, we will run and we will live. I run and you'll live and dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all those days and come back here for just one more listen? They may take our lives, but they'll never take our Rusted Robot Podcast. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping at the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This has been a Weeby Geeks production.